Do you remember what the wolf said last night? Yes. The word was so quiet I could barely hear it. That's not what you think, is it? That I'm here because of the money? No. I know you're not that kind of person. Looking down at his grass-stained gloves, Adrian murmured, The wolf knows my fears, and he always seems to know just what to say, to really hurt the people I love. I don't think he does it on purpose. I think he just has some very distinct opinions. And I think it's hard to get him to change his stance on anything. Another smaller relief. If Adrian had really thought like the wolf, there would have been no way I could have remained. But then, I asked my third question, and regretted it almost immediately. Was it your idea to hire a maid, or the wolf's? Dead silence radiated from Adrian, whose head lowered further, as if hiding below his shoulders. As he contemplated his answer, he reached for another pruned rose, rolling its thorny stem between his gloved fingers. I like to think that I'm in control of all my actions, but I know... That's not true. There are times when I have a thought or idea that doesn't sound like me, doesn't feel like me. It's like these concepts come from somewhere outside of myself, far, far away. But if I don't take responsibility for the wolf, I'm no better than him. So hiring me, was that one of those ideas? Yes. He murmured. And he insisted. I'd wake up in front of my computer or there'd be nearly illegible notes left all over the house, demanding I find someone to stay with us. I resisted as long as I could, but eventually I gave up. I wanted someone too, someone who might love me, who might tolerate my company, but I hate putting someone in this kind of danger. He looked over his shoulder, his dimmed eyes focused on my mouth rather than my own gaze. I hate putting you in this kind of danger. I'm so sorry, Marie. Do you actually want me around? I asked coldly. Or is it all just the wolf's doing? Wounded, Adrian found the courage to find my eyes, to slip one hand free of its glove and reach out to caress my face. Of course I want you around, Marie. I want to get to know every thought you have, every sound your heart makes as it beats. I want you. I just don't want to hurt you. Don't want to let him hurt you. I'm afraid he'll escalate the situation further. Then it's already gone. I am too. Turning away again, he resumed his work and after a time, softly suggested, Maybe you should go. It's not too late, you know. No, it wasn't too late to escape the wolf. But it was too late to escape Adrian's pool. He had found himself a place in my heart. This conflicted man, terrified and ashamed of himself, I wanted so badly to comfort him, to be with him in his life of pain and isolation. Now knowing that he existed in the world, I couldn't be without him. Wordlessly, I leaned my cheek against his back, my hand running up and down his spine against the cotton of his shirt. I know I probably should, but I just can't. Why not? You're young, beautiful. You have your whole life ahead of you. Do you really want to spend it trapped here with me? I'm not trapped, I said, suddenly cross. I'm not weak, you know. I might be young, I might even be naive, but I'm not stupid. I won't let him break me. The wolf doesn't care what you think, doesn't care that you're not weak. Nothing will stop him from hurting you 
if the idea excites him. Well, maybe the idea of hurting the wolf excites me. The way he laughed only made me angrier. Did he think I was some child, unable to take care of myself? Teeth gritted. I grabbed the collar of his shirt and jerked him back, my mouth close to his ear. You think I'm kidding? I think that you need to pick your battles, Adrian said, turning his head slightly to cast his skeptical gaze upon me. You're not weak, Marie. I know that. But the wolf is stronger, even so.